Chapter Two of Andreas Vesalius, the Reformer of Anatomy, by James Morris Ball. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Second: Mondino, the Restorer of Anatomy. In the year thirteen fifteen, in the old Italian city of Bologna, an event occurred which marks an important epoch in the history of medicine. A wandering crowd of medical students witnessed the dissection of a human cadaver, one of the few procedures of the kind that had occurred since the fall of the Alexandrian University. Acting under royal authority, Mondino, a man far in advance of the age, placed the body of a female upon a table where for many centuries before only the cadavera of apes, of swine, and of dogs had been studied mondino known also as mundanus mundini remondundino or mondino dei luzzi was descended from a prominent italian family little is known of his life the year of his birth is disputed probably twelve seventy six was near the time he was graduated in medicine in twelve ninety and in thirteen o six he became a professor in the university of bologna holding his chair with credit until his death in thirteen twenty six like that of the illustrious homer mondino's nativity has been claimed by several rival cities guy de choliac writing in thirteen sixty three states that mondino was bolognese mondinus bononiensis is choliac's expression mondino's method of teaching anatomy is known from choliac's testimony mondinus of bologna wrote on anatomy and my master bertruxius demonstrated it many times in this manner the body having been placed on a table he would make from it four readings in the first the digestive organs were treated because more prone to rapid decomposition in the second the organs of respiration in the third the organs of circulation in the fourth the extremities were treated the innovation so auspiciously begun was not continued and after the death of mondino human dissections were made only at long intervals the few instances in which in the fourteenth and fifteenth centuries the ecclesiastical and civil authorities granted the right to make dissections only prove the contention that the practical study of human anatomy did not gain recognition until the sixteenth century when mondino began his dissections the epoch of saracen learning had ended but the influence of arab medicine exerted by the writings of albucasis avicenna and rhazes had not declined the arabian physicians had accomplished little for anatomy in this line the influence of galen was more potent and was rarely questioned until the publication of the fabrica of vesalius in fifteen forty three during a long period the little treatise of mondino held full sway in the medieval schools medicine was taught in the university of bologna which as early as the twelfth century was celebrated for its departments of literature and of law these studies were free of the difficulties which beset medicine the prejudice against dissection was so great that for nearly a century after his death few men dared to repeat the acts of mondino in thirteen sixteen mondino issued his book which remained in manuscript form for more than one hundred and fifty years 
the first printed edition bearing the date fourteen seventy eight small and imperfect as it was it marks an era in the history of science by command of the authorities this book was read in all the italian universities the work of mondino contained no new facts it was compiled largely from the writings of galen and of avicenna the descriptions to use the words of turner are corrupted by the barbarous leaven of the arabian schools and his latin is defaced by the exotic nomenclature of ibn sina and al rasi mondino divided the body into three cavities of which the upper contains the animal members the lower the natural members and the middle the spiritual members many of his names are borrowed from the arab writers thus he calls the peritoneum sifak the omentum zirbi and the mesentery ukaras his description of the heart is much nearer accuracy than would be expected he resorted to vivisection and tells us that when the recurrent nerves of the larynx are cut the animal's voice is lost in his book we find the rudiments of phrenology he states that the brain is divided into compartments each of which holds one of the faculties of the intellect mondino did not himself make the dissections which are credited to him according to an ancient custom which lasted until the time of vesalius the actual cutting was done by a barber who wielded a knife as large as a cleaver the professor of anatomy sat upon an elevated seat and discoursed concerning the parts while a demonstrator who also did not soil his fingers pointed to the different structures with a staff originally mondino's book contained no figures when the art of wood engraving was introduced in the latter part of the fifteenth century a few rude woodcuts appeared which represent mondino and his method of teaching in the fasciculus medicinae of johannes de Kittum, published at venice in fourteen ninety three mondino's book is printed with an illustration showing a demonstration in anatomy according to mondino the heart is placed in the centre of the body the vowels he considers wonderful works of nature he describes a right left and middle ventricle the right ventricle has thinner walls than the left because it contains blood the left one contains the vital spirit which passes through the arteries to the body and the middle ventricle consists of many small cavities broader on the right side than on the left to the end that the blood which comes to the left ventricle from the right be refined because its refinement is the preparation for the generation of vital spirit which should be continually formed mondino describes five bones of the head separated by three sutures coronal sagittal and occipital the brain has two membranes dura and pia there are three cerebral ventricles anterior posterior and middle and in these he locates the various intellectual qualities he describes the cerebral nerves olfactory optic motor oculi facial vagus trigeminal auditory and hypoglossal he calls the innominate bone os femoris the femur canna coxae the humerus os adjutori while the bones of both leg and forearm 
are called fossilia major and minus like many anatomists who succeeded him mondino mingled surgical ideas with his anatomical statements a break in the syphic causes hernia and a swelling in the mirac he treated ascites by puncture and evacuation making a valve-like opening wounds of the large intestine must be sutured if the wound be in the small intestines he advises that you should have large ants and making them bite the conjoined lips of the wound decapitate them instantly and continue until the lips remain in apposition and then reduce the gut as before he gives an explanation of the length and convolution of the intestines for if it were not convoluted the animals would have to be continuously ingesting food and continuously defecating which would impede engagement in the higher occupations digestion is aided by black bile from the spleen and by red bile from the liver the kidneys he regards as glands in which urine is extracted from the blood the renal veins expand and form a fine membrane like a sieve through which the urine is filtered but blood cannot pass he mentions renal calculi if small they pass through the ureter if large they are incurable except by incision and this is to be avoided the uterus and breasts are connected by veins hence the sympathy between these organs inguinal hernia is to be operated upon the spermatic cord and testicle may or may not be dissected out or the hernia may be treated by the application of a caustic an incision in the neck of the bladder will heal because this part is muscular but a cut in the body of the organ will not heal he describes the operation for stone the patient being in proper position the stone is conducted to the neck of the bladder by the finger in the rectum an incision is made and the stone is pulled out with an instrument called trajectorium mondino's book passed through not less than twenty-three editions between the years fourteen seventy eight and fifteen eighty the only manuscript extant is in the national library at paris the first printed edition of the anatomia mundini pavia fourteen seventy eight is a folio of twenty-two leaves the strasbourg edition fifteen thirteen is a small octavo volume of forty leaves it contains a diagram of the heart and an astrological figure a cadaver with the thorax and abdomen opened surrounded by the signs of the zodiac such was the volume which for more than two hundred years was supposed to contain all that was to be said of human anatomy so numerous are the abbreviations in mondino's book so barbarous is his style that the making of a translation is a difficult task his reasons for writing are these a work upon any science of art as saith galen is issued for three reasons first that one may help his friends second that he may exercise his best mental powers third that he may be saved from the oblivion incident to old age End of chapter two